0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Everybody, you call us the robbery! I you fucking pissed moans! I'm out to shoot every
1: motherfucking last one of you! So, SDCC.
0: Oh my gosh. I, like... I couldn't keep up with the amount of news and trailers that were coming out just yeah. all weekend long. It's
1: pretty <laughs> exciting. Uh, I thought of you. I thought of us. Oh, and when I saw the Stranger Things two trailers, <laughs> when they're in the the oh, arcade yeah. and the doing first thing they dragons show Lair. is dragons Lair. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, but man? Those guys just know how to push our buttons. That's don't right. They. That's right. They show the arcade. They show them in the Ghostbusters outfits with and the trap. Fucking, oh, dude! Looks the like they Will actually catch a ghost. I know, dude. In the trap. So what? What are you? Let's. I don't know. I haven't read anything. I don't know if they've revealed anything about the plot for the second season. No, they're being very hush hush. But uh, but let's let's uh, let's do some guessing. You want to guess on our own? What do you what do
0: you think? Well, okay. So I rewatched <laughs> just the very last second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God damn so, guys. It. I pulled up the Planet of the Apes IMDb page and the uh, the cover photo, if you will, is, is that is fucking the, the, the ape with the thumbs up, giving the thumbs up. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Spoiler alert. What this episode's about. <laughs> Let's get back to Stranger Things. Stranger too.
0: Things. So I had to rewatch like just the literally the last scene. Jen and I watched the last scene of the last episode because uh, we had to refresh ourselves.
1: Where yeah. do we leave off? Where is everybody? Yeah. Who well, is the Will Byers thing? He he. he's walking into his what is his kitchen or something? He's, his in, the restroom. he's, he's in, in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. bathroom. He and himself. then he flashes and he's in the uh, well, first, upside down. First,
0: first he like coughs up a uh, a tentacle. Yeah. You know, like a little uh, demogorgon a digit or something. A little baby demogorgon. And then yeah, we see him. Uh, we see him flash into the upside down. The upside mm-hmm. down. The Upside Down. I need to revisit this entire series before before it comes out again. Yeah. I need refresh a refresh memory. It
1: was a strong show, man. And
0: what great timing, too, right? It's like Halloween weekend. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's set around Halloween. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling like the whole series
1: takes place. like Just in a, within two, three days? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. would be nice. Like Keep two days night. leading up to Halloween, right? and then the, the final part is it'll like be, Halloween night.
0: It'll be the Independence Day do, 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 of do, Halloween, do, right? They'll do, even show do, the graphic do, 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 October 29th. Yeah, and one of the kids
1: is going to be like, Today <laughs> is our Halloween. It's our All Hallows' which Eve. Is also Regular Halloween. <laughs> it's everybody's Halloween. <laughs> Bill Paxton shows up and he's like, Hey, kids. I've got a beard now. Strangers uh, with
0: candy, run.
1: <laughs> a Strangers with candy, man. That was a good show. No, so it looks fucking outstanding. <laughs> yeah. I think what's going on is obviously, you know, because of his exposure in the Upside Down, mm-hmm. uh, Will has brought a little bit of it with him. Yeah. It's part and of him now. And I think he's going to be their conduit uh, to take on like Demigorgon Prime. Oh, but Prime, uh, there's I think there's a Demigorgon Prime. It's like what the fuck? Like oh. someone just fucked up one of my beasts. See, I just
0: always assumed like they they were just a race of beings, and he's just he's just one of many. I didn't know there was like a hierarchy. I bet there's a prime. They don't seem to be very intelligent. That's a very
1: '80s kind of thing that there would be like a mother, yeah, a, like queen. A, a queen, a mm-hmm. queen, like the matriarch of the demigorgon. like Independence Day resurgence. Yeah, which, which was a,
0: a fantastic film. What if it was like a giant
1: demigorgon? What if it's like a 500
0: <laughs> foot and it grabs demogorgon. and it
1: grabs eleven and starts running for the end zone? <laughs>
0: Uh, Listen to our independent today resurgence episode from yeah. uh, go, go three all weeks the ago. way back yeah. <laughs> all the way back to that episode oh speaking of which um and we'll get back to uh San Diego Comic-Con SDC nobody calls SDCC. it that they just call it Comic-Con You down right? with SDCC? Yeah, you know me. Um <laughs> We were, oh, oh. Uh, Fucking hurry up. I we're, want to talk we're, about it. I was just going to mention, we're coming up on 200 episodes. Did I mention that? Speaking Are we? Speaking of October. Yeah. Whoa. If we play our cards right, sometime here in mid-October, we're going to have a big 200s episode. We'll have to do something special It'll for it. It'll
1: be twice as long.
0: <laughs> a three hour Four episode. Hour. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, we we went a little long the last couple of weeks, haven't we? No, like last week. Actually, we, it was a decent one. That's true. It was just under an hour. I but, think uh, we went an hour and a half for mm-hmm. uh, Samurai Cop 2. Chances definitely. that today's episode will be less than an hour? Probably, yeah. Oh, you think so? I think so. I don't know. I We're five minutes in. We haven't even gotten out
1: of Comic Con yet. We well, haven't even talked about you ready. haven't let you haven't let me Ready Player You're One. You're talking about 200 episodes. I still haven't watched that trailer, Joe. I still haven't watched it. Oh well. Have then you read the book, listeners?
0: I don't read Joe. <laughs> he says with disdain, "I'm an anti." Dude, we live in the era of Trump now? I'm an anti-intellectual. What kind, of, <laughs> what, kind
1: <of laughs> what kind? of resolution do your books get? <laughs> yeah, because oh, uh, all I'll the books read. I've seen. No good I only read uh, 1080 If it has to have 1080 pages in it 1080p uh, Full color
0: That's all I (laughs) read Lots of pictures It's got to move No I have not read it Some might call it a movie But people have been talking People have been talking About that book For uh, For years now Yeah uh, And I felt like This day would never come Oh so then Joe Since you have not seen The trailer uh, Listeners uh, We're going to have A little treat for you On our Facebook page Probably not Yeah we will No we're doing this dude We probably won't We'll do it right now We're We're doing it live. live <laughs> Fuck it. We'll have. We'll do. A I'll little, write it and then I'll do it live. What do they call those? Uh, the reaction video. Reaction video. We'll do a reaction video of you. We watching. did one for Rogue One. Yes, and it was so successful. It was so very successful. And we're going to roll it out again. That video and Rogue One. Let me was tell so you. So very successful. This trailer underrated, by the way. This trailer, Rogue um, One, underrated? deserves no. I mean, well, first it was overrated, and then it, it got a bad rap. But uh, now I think it's, I think it's, it's underrated. I, don't, I just don't like it. Yeah, there's still some,
1: there's some, some stuff there.
0: about it. But you know, know what? Isn't that the world we want to live in? Isn't that? the... Don't the we want the world
1: that I know?
0: The the uh, the OG, the original, the the episodes, the true episodes. Uh, we want the, those Those are going to be special Being of a holly, Ex- higher quality en- Except for one through three Prequels those, notwithstanding Those should be the special ones Those should be burned in a dumpster fire I just,
1: You know I come back to it And I just kind of go Why? Why never, what the prequels? Never, why? No no Seven Why nine? Rogue One? Why Rogue One? Oh. Um, no go go ahead You were uh, you, you, So you want to do a reaction video I, right? I will do a
0: reaction video Of you watching the Red- Ready, Ready Player One Because you I hope you got your Shitting pants on Joe I, I Man Because you will shit your pants <laughs> That's a line from... Uh, Pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> That's a line from uh, the Walking Dead Season 8
1: trailer, yeah. by the way, which also debuted at San Diego Comic-Con. See how I brought it back there? Uh, so, so yeah, so there's this uh, Ready Player One trailer. Uh, what I was really excited about was the new Thor Ragnarok trailer. Yeah, man. Which I thought was fucking great. Nicely done. I love that there's a sequence in it now, like in the gladiatorial arena, where Thor is like... Breaking down all the stuff that's happened to him. since yes. the last time he saw the Hulk, I lost my hammer, so <laughs> still kind of reeling from that. <laughs> it's like this is the most. Uh, if the preview is anything to judge it by, like this is the most like dynamic and engaging writing that this Thor series has had. So yes, far. yeah, I and mean, I think it's in need of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yes. and
0: I think it's going to be one of the one of the funniest Marvel movies. Hopefully, it, it and one like, of the shortest. It
1: sounds like it from looks like making. it's going to be super super funny in that like first Guardians. Kind of there. Yeah. Um, and even, that they even, are directly connecting this with Guardians. If you saw the Infinity War stuff too, yeah. holy shit. That poster? Not just the poster, like the footage that they showed. I, you know what? That got taken down before. Uh, oh, I, is, oh, is it back online now? I think now? it is because I watched it today like three or four times. Oh, like the, the, the do, Infinity word we'll trailer? We'll have to do a re... Well, there well, you go, folks. It's, it's from the point... Like someone filming it from inside the theater. That's just what I'm talking about. That yeah. already got taken down. Yeah, they no, put it up again. I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched no. it like three or four times. I feel so.
0: like I'm, I'm waiting for... Because you know me. Again, pixel leaders. got to watch it. <laughs> yeah. 1080p. I'm waiting to... Because I heard it's really bad footage, right? Like it's like horrible. It's not horrible. It's just Tell somebody recording a screen. Are they at least holding their phone sideways in, mm. in landscape or is in uh, portrait uh, mode? I think it's Those I think motherfuckers it's, i think it's important think kids it's important please when you're at a concert when you're um, illegally bootlegging movies from a theater wherever you are please please for the love of all that is holy turn your phone fucking
1: sideways and record it like a like or, a human fucking being or just don't pull out your fucking phone especially if you're at a concert hey what's I- your policy experience on that? it you bought a ticket experience but, it but don't you want to have don't a little make memory me Okay, if you want to get like a little bit, like a song, like your favorite song, go ahead. My policy is... don't do the entire fucking show. Yes, that is obnoxious.
0: My policy is a one to two minutes... Get the refrain, get the chorus of the song yes. that you like. Maybe two songs. Uh huh. Then enjoy and the then rest of it. And then that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then be there. Be present for that experience. Mm, live. God damn. You don't want to be in a virtual reality world. Uh, unless you're in Ready Player like, One. Steve, it's Bill So, what
0: other trailers did you see? You didn't um, see that, but you liked Thor. W- one thing before we get off of Thor, I love that they're kind of doing like a whole 80s. Yes. Thing. Even with the poster uh-huh. and the music choices and the. the it's what uh, they've been doing with Guardians. The mock up of the. They have, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're just carrying it into a Ragnarok, Rock. Uh-huh. Even the
1: design like, is I very f- I feel inspired. like someone went, okay, we really like this. We are going to let Guardians be like, like the, the voice going forward. Mm. The voice that, that James Gunn brought to Guardians, that's the voice that we're telling it's the now rest of the That's new Marvel, Marvel voice. voice. Yeah. That's going to be tough to do with uh With, all in, the death with Infinity and War. Dismemberment yeah. that's about to come. I feel like that's going to probably. Like that's where it's going to stop. It's lighthearted, lighthearted. Lighthearted, then Infinity War is going to happen. Yeah, Infinity War is going to be dark. If if the fucking books are anything to gauge this by, yeah. Infinity Gauntlet's a fucking fantastic story, but it is not like it's not good times well, for the first Well, Joe, like, half it of sounds it. like the end of the
0: line for kind of this Marvel Cinematic Universe before we start rebooting all of the characters again, right? Yeah, probably. And then what are they going to do? Probably do like they'll start telling newer stories. Uh, we'll get the female.
1: They, we'll we'll get the uh, Gwen, Spidey Gwen, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen. Why not? Yeah. It's a decent character. We could do, like, the Red Hulk saga, stuff like yeah. that. There's a lot of modern stories that they could tap into. There's another Iron Man, there's, right? Um, there's, like, a yeah, black Iron Man? Well, that's... Re- <laughs> it's no, no, there's no. I mean, Iron like, wo- there's a woman that's Iron Man. I guess Man there's right Iron now. Woman. There's somebody else. They- Iron Heart, I think, is her name. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's so much stuff that they could do. Uh, I think that what they do, do this Infinity War thing, right. wrap it up, and then when you reboot, let's work out some of those contracts with, like, Fox and get the fucking rights to the X-Men. Do it right. We want to see the X-Men with the Marvel properties. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. No, that's... The the San Diego Comic-Con covers, that's pretty much all I saw. I didn't see any other trailers. I mean, they, they released the a new Don't Justice rep- League trailer, but I'm so out but on it, that right well, now. Well, first
0: of all, half of the footage from that, we had already seen. Uh, and... It, I don't know if you noticed what they did. They're really like plussing up Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, there's like 50% more Wonder Woman footage. In oh, this you guys like now. that movie? Oh. Hey. Uh... <laughs> finally, something
1: that doesn't suck. Let's, let's you, lean into it. You mean you don't want us to
0: throw some of these Suicide Squad characters in there? But it's still, unfortunately, I know he's mourning the loss of a daughter, but it's still uh, Zack Snyder at the helm. And, yeah. And uh, it's hard to get too excited cause Well, kind of see what he has to offer.
1: Remember when they were announcing like Ben Affleck, he's going to have two Batman movies that are coming out. That scaled back. Doesn't that is sound scaled like it. way better. Although, did you hear the rumor
0: kind of what they're what they're planning on doing with uh with the it's the it's the flash standalone movie. But okay. uh, but with Ezra Miller? Yeah, but it's, dude, I love him. Don't don't smirk at my Ezra. I love him.
1: I just feel like that there's probably somebody else they could have cast that would have been better than Ezra. <laughs> God. You've used that joke before. I have, and A I, I times. walked right, I into really again. right into it I reel you right into it. Did you see my furrowed brow? And how... <laughs> yes. I, well, you were getting really? ready to respond, and the... <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Bum, bum, Joe doesn't have any original ideas or thoughts. He's just making <laughs>
0: references. It's all right, everything I'm going to say, I'm just regurgitating from uh, IGN. What was I saying? Um, well, you were talking about the Flash standalone. The Flash one. Standpoint. So, what they're talking about, I guess, there's a uh, a, a time travel storyline in uh-huh. some of the Flash comic Flash yeah. Point. Yeah, where uh, he goes to an alternate universe where Bruce Wayne's father was never killed, uh-huh. and that guy who was playbearing Harry Dean Morgan. I think that's his name, right? Speaking of a Negan from Walking Dead. Yes, that's right. He, he then goes on to be a form of, of, of Batman, Batman in this alternate universe. Oh,
1: where it's where, it's where um, Thomas Wayne is alive, but Bruce and Martha get killed. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, that's oh. what that's I think that's what's going on in that alternate timeline. And
0: that'd be a clever way to kind of get bru- uh, Bruce <laughs> Ben Affleck brute. I am brute. <laughs> ben Affleck out of his contract. Yeah. We'll just skip right over that <laughs> like and then to recast him again. Ben Affleck's just like, "I'm out on this." Well, it's like they've done everything they can to entice him. It's like, "Hey, you get to be Batman. All right, I'm in. Hey, you get to direct your own movie. All right, well, that's fine. Let's you get to write, you can you can do whatever you want with Batman." And I
1: guess the conditions are still just. I think that he's just too keyed into what the fans are thinking right now. Yeah, I think so too. And that's a shame because, like in Batman v Superman, Ben Affleck was not one of the bad parts of that movie. In fact,
0: I think almost universally everybody was like, "Hey, this movie sucks," except for Ben Affleck as Batman, Batman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Like that was what everybody was like: Batman and Wonder Woman, they were but fantastic. Still, I, I... How much can one man elevate uh, a property, or is it just over time going to bring him his stock down? I think it's just going to bring his stock yeah, down. So I think he's, he's looking doing, at it from a business standpoint. Yeah, and he knows things that we don't know. So I'm yes. sorry, I'm kind of siding on the uh, airing no, on the side Affleck's. of Affleck. Yeah, yeah, no, Affleck. I, I totally hear you on that. Um, all right, so is that that's all my San Diego Comic Con news? As the rest of your that's weekend worth sharing?
1: Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, <laughs> the uh, the rewind episode. Oh for, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for Martin Landau uh, where we talked about Ready to Rumble funny I went back to it and listened to it and uh, man like we recorded that one before I was working this new job yes and I think you can hear it in my voice like my soul isn't quite as crushed you st- <laughs> as it is now like I listen to the, the newer episodes and I'm like wow I just and yet, always sound so depressed at the same time I'll leave think that's
0: to me sucking the soul out of you. And yet uh, your soul. you were still some bl- complaining about uh
1: your your job at the time and how you wanted to leave. I'm always complaining. But I'm it's funny cuz we uh, we pretty much pronounced Martin Landau dead in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking we're like, like Martin oh. Landau who's pro- died a few years back. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that's that's not true. But now he is. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Uh, we, I, we predicted the death of Martin Lind-
0: Langdow. <laughs> We've done that. We also uh, predicted. Oh, uh, on when Carrie Fisher passed away, yeah. I think we kind of uh, inadvertently predicted the death of Debbie Reynolds as well. And then uh, days later, she's gone. Thanks for reminding me. Sorry. Yeah, really Sorry. bringing the
1: show down yeah, here at the that's top. Great. <laughs> Let's get it's back to fun stuff. the editing day on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. It's where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. But mm. really, who cares? What's, what does it all mean, ultimately? Uh, We're just know. floating around on this rock. Whatever entertaining case, ourselves. We will watch a movie. Until we and then die. Come back here and talk about it with each other. And with or you. not. Our lovely Editing Bay listeners, but, you know, beauty only lasts so fucking long, and then suddenly you've got to be a real fucking person. Fleeting. And my problem is that there just aren't enough real fucking people anymore. It's the Next Wave Radio Network's (laughs) uh, The Editing Bay podcast about movies and fun. And my name's Joe, and his is Joel. And we're going to talk about Cut that part out, Jeff. Cut that part out. Uh Uh-uh. No, that was fun. (laughs) Uh, All right. So we have a new Planet of the Apes. There's this, like, Planet of the Apes trilogy now. Speaking of fun. Planet of the Apes. And then last one was, uh, what, Rise it of the was Planet like of Rise, the Apes? Rise,
0: and then the Dawn. And now it, it's... Which I always Okay, call... no, so
1: the first one was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. And the second one was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think so. And this one's War of the Planet of the Apes. Now, ha- have you seen any of these? I've seen the first two. You've seen the first two? Seen, yeah, I like them a lot. What? Yeah, right? I think they've, they've all, like, at least the first two... Both managed to be really good movies and that could stand alone by themselves. That really first good stuff. one really surprised me. I was not, not
0: going in. I don't think I chose to see that movie. I feel like I was kind of dragged to see that film, and I, reluctantly, uh, like under protest, as they say. Under protest. <laughs> uh, and then it came out like, oh, wow, that was much better than it had to be. Yeah. I actually felt something. This is a property that I don't have any affinity for. Like, I could not give a fuck less about any Planet of the Apes. It seems like so long before we were born. And in fact, it It was. was. From the 60s and 70s. And so I have... And plus... One of my least favorite things about film is is sand. Anytime, any, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> like any movie that's like set in the it desert, gets everywhere Sahara. I'm out. Like in you know, a Prince of Persia. Fuck it. You know, uh, although listen to our uh, Prince of Persia episode from
1: 2015.
0: Oh, oh yes. Fuck it. Oh yes. Fuck it. It's your <laughs> generation for everything. <laughs> And this is another one. I was just like, oh, just a bunch of people in monkey costumes. I don't. I I could care less. And I walked out of that theater really caring about Caesar, yeah, and uh, James Franco, mm-hmm. and uh... the rest of humanity, I guess. <laughs> it's a it's it's a good flick. And then that second one just upped the ante. It did. And uh, now they're they're kind of backstabbing each other. They're, the gorillas and oh, they're, well, they're not all gorillas, right? They're all they're, they're, they're all they're, form of apes. Yes, we got monkeys, got orangutans, <laughs> any, gorillas, any which way. But loose. That's right. <laughs> and, and then the third one just sounds like uh, it's, it's a nice capper. Now, is there going to be a fourth one? I guess that probably depends
1: I on think box so. I office. Guess it, I guess it depends on the ending of that movie. wrapping it up. Yeah, well, we'll have to find Fucking out. Fucking Woody Harrelson. That was the thing that surprised me when I saw the trailer. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, it's the new a- of the apes movie. Uh, uh, and like, apes. And then there's like footage of like Woody Harrelson shaving his head near a waterfall. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm sorry. Like, I know they've put him in the, uh, the Hunger Games movies. But all I see, whenever I see Woody Harrelson on the screen... Thanks to Zombieland, is his character Tallahassee? Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say from Cheers. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I was never a big fan of him. I was not a big fan of Woody Harrelson from Cheers up to and maybe even a little after Natural Born, Natural Killers. Born Killers. I really wasn't a fan of his. Uh, and then he did a uh, he did a movie called Palmetto. That's mm. fair, it wasn't very well received, but I thought he was kind of he was kind of good in it. He was fairly charming, but I loved him in. In Zombieland. Yeah. That movie's one of my favorite fucking flicks, and in no small part because of him. Uh, but yeah, when I see him in the trailer for this new Of the Apes movie, and he's shaving his head, all I want him to do is be like, what's up, fuck stick? <laughs> <You> know, like... <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, I've, I've seen the trailer. I don't yeah. know what the story is about, uh, but I'm anxious to see it. I never saw this Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie when it first came out.
0: Joe, is this your first viewing of this? Yeah. Oh, this is your first yeah, one. Yeah, it was my first one. Oh, well, I'm familiar I'm sorry. with
1: the old Charlton Heston ones mm. that used to run on fucking TBS. Now, how many of those have you seen all the seen? time? Because there's like six or seven I've of seen, those, right? I think I've seen the original Planet of the Apes, and I think there was one like called Below the Planet of the Apes, mm. where it was like the un- like underground community thing, that whatever. Makes sense. Um, I think I've seen those. I don't think I ever saw like Battle for the Planet of the Apes yeah. or whatever the hell. You like any was. of them? I liked the first one okay. The thing is I understand why the first one exists. And it's because it came out of that 60s 70s generation that it had something to say all, like all good sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It had something to say as it reflected on what was going on socially at that time. Right. Uh and so I think there's a valuable there there's a valuable thing going on there about like how we ruin ourselves through through bigotry and hate and suspicion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all about trying to gain that understanding. And the first way to do that is to learn how to be apath- uh, empathetic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, maybe sometimes forcibly thrown into like someone else's shoes. Yeah. And that's what Planet of the Apes did. Mm-hmm. Um, I and mean, that
0: twist ending just kind of elevated that twist,
1: it. Yeah, that twist ending of like, Oh, flipping is, everything on its yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't some far off world. We did it to ourselves. This is here. We did it to ourselves. That's mm-hmm. the lesson of the goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Then they sequelized it and you kind of lost some of that message. That's what I thought because then it's just like humans battling apes, apes right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that first movie had something it was saying. Um just like how these new movies, mm-hmm. you know, the the Dawn and War or Rise whatever, like those have something to say along that same vein and it's appropriate now, because we are living in, like, whoever thought we would have, like, a, a renaissance, like, re- revitalization of our bigotry and racism <laughs> yeah. but we do and that's why these movies are kind of important for us to understand one another and understand like you know just because you feel aggression towards someone or you've learned that aggression mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's really there mm-hmm. and if there are like people that you are suspicious of that do have that aggression not all of them are the, like that yeah yeah you know it's, it's about understanding each other it's one of the good ones it, it, <laughs> I hate that I hate that term <laughs> know. so much I know So that brings me to this 2001 Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. Directed by Tim Burton starring Mark Wahlberg and a bunch of other people. Which was not telling this story. No. There there was no real point or lesson to be learned from this movie.
0: And here's the problem with Tim Burton. Um, It seemed like his heart wasn't in this one. He didn't have stakes. He doesn't direct... There's movies that he's written himself, that he's concepted himself, that you can tell he's very passionate about, and he really pours all of it into. Big it. Fish. and the, Yeah, Big Fish, Edward Scissorhands, like yeah. all, all the ones that he had that, that launched his career. Hard to kind of throw Batman into this, because he's been public
1: about his kind of disdain for, oh, I don't read comic, comic books. books, and
0: he kind of made it his own thing. Whatever, but at, at more, least
1: that Batman movie is less Tim Burton's Batman and more Jack Nicholson's Batman. Uh, it's a good point, but you know, there's
0: still it's still got his touches
1: on it. Yeah, uh,
0: and you know, th- this was back when a time when uh, you know the only superhero movies we had were like colorful, and we had Superman flying through the air in his blue and red yeah. panties. Yeah, uh, and now here's like a dark superhero. This is something we hadn't seen before. Uh, this one, he's just really phoning in. It doesn't seem to have any. Care for the, the 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 subject matter or the original films? Yeah, which I was mean, surprising to learn though that echoing. he actually did. He he
1: he kind of sought this out. He wanted to make this film. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know that from watching it. It's it's echoing a lot of like the stuff that we saw in the first films, but it doesn't have any of the heart. It doesn't have any of the motivation. Um, and he kind of shows disdain it, it, for yeah. the original content. It, it, it does, and and the way when they like make references to it, when you have characters that are doing references from the original movie, yeah. it comes across as. Um, not unlike with Samurai Cop 2. It comes across forced and just... There's nothing behind it. It's just we're trying to wink at the audience. Look yeah. how clever we are. Get your like, hand off me, you, you damn, damn dirty, dirty human. human. Mm-hmm. Oh, it I just get doesn't it. have this, the same yeah, line. It just doesn't have that same ring. You and know, then, why do that? And then when they roll like, out Charlton Heston... Oh, my God. And he's like, damn them. Yeah. Damn them all to hell. He's doing
0: his same... He, Joe, it is embarrassing. Yeah, I'm embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed for all parties involved watching him in that monkey makeup. Spoiler alert, by the way, but he shows up as uh, what
1: one of the oldest uh, monkeys. Yeah, he was the he's the patriarch of the of the apes. Yeah, you know, Thanes father. That's right. Huh. <laughs> okay, like some of the prosthetics were pretty decent in this movie. Uh, I was impressed with it, but that's why these new of the Apes movies are doing it right. you know you're doing the mocap, yeah, and it looks really good because you can't put people in a suit because it looks like someone in a fucking suit
0: I, I will yeah, one of the notes I made for this was that this is the this is almost like a time capsule this film, yeah, uh, ironically, <laughs> this will be the last time there's like a big full- on like you know. Tons of extras in makeup, and yeah, doing these because yeah, now it's like, well, we're fucking just doing computers. Exactly, we're gonna get a much better performance. We can tweak things. We can
1: we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Why would we, you know? We just get fucking Andy Serkis in a blue suit. My big issue with this movie, though, is they don't explain anything. Like they they barely explain anything. Uh, like the the aggression between the apes. Like you have this opportunity when Charlton Heston's sitting there dying on his bed, and <laughs> and Tim Roth is in there, and he's like. You know, talking about the humans. Tell me about this human from space. And blah, 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 blah. Go. Break it. Now you can da 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 destroy them. Like, wow. You had an opportunity to put some dimension in there where, like, maybe Thane's father's like, you know, well, they could be different. Right. You know, there was a time where we worked together and Thane mm-hmm. just doesn't believe it. Yeah. Like, put some fucking layers into your movie for God's sake, he was
0: definitely a two dimensional villain mm-hmm. didn't uh, didn't give him anything to do except jump around and sneer
1: jump around, sneer he's he, oh constantly directed to like look, yeah, look at everything like this through your brow, and it made me think like was there was there a further like weakness in the prosthetic makeup that they were trying to hide no. by making Tim roth. Hang his head like that. The I don't know, man. Time. I
0: got to admit, uh, I was really kind of blown away by the makeup in this film, and I think it, it won some Oscars. or At least was nominated for yeah. uh, for best makeup. I thought it did a fairly. I mean, listen, dude, go back and watch the '60s and '70s. Oh no, I got the, you. Horrible, With the rubber masks. The mouths the aren't even moving. Mas- they do like the, the, the end Halloween. of face balls. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the most telling thing you could say <laughs> at the end of an '80s late '80s film yeah. that was parodying this film from twenty years prior. The makeup had not advanced, <laughs> not, one uh, iota, and no. looked. Gi- they, they may have very well have just been the same mask. Well,
1: upon watching Spaceballs again just recently, I kind of feel like Mel Brooks tried to save as much as he could when it came to the budget. Coming soon to an episode of the editing bay. Yeah, huh? no, but but I just I have problems with this movie from head to fucking toe. Like it just. One, it was great. You were t- you texted me a couple days back, and you're like, hey, have you watched the movie yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. Well, I could get you a copy. No, I went to the store. I, I managed to find a copy for like four or five bucks. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Sorry you had to pay for that. Boring. Yes. And you weren't fucking kidding. It is, isn't this it? This is a super boring movie. It's not even really all that long. It's it, Well, dude, it's two hours. Is it's it? A, it's a two-hour long movie. I watched movie. it in installments, so <laughs> get tell. That's so funny. It, it's a two-hour long movie. And we have like one of the least uh, sympathetic protagonists, or charismatic. Yeah, he's not like tender or gentle, or like when he's he's kind of disrespectful to the apes throughout <laughs> the entire film. <laughs> yeah, and and like the Helena Bonham Carter character is like all head over heels for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, help me, please help me. And then when she helps him out, he's like a dick. He's, he's like, a- see you. He's a dick to everybody. Mm-hmm. Keeps calling them monkeys. And stuff. Actually, he actually knows they don't like it.
0: He's actually nicer to his pet monkey that he launches into an experimental shuttle in yeah. the beginning. Um it shows more care for that than he does the actual The sentient th- thank you. That is exactly exactly the word I'm looking for. Uh,
1: what were they doing in the beginning? <laughs> what like what was
0: their mission? I don't know. They were uh, they've got these monkeys, they're on a spaceship, they're flying around. I don't even know where they are, I have no context. Was there any Chiron that showed what part of the
1: galaxy we I, were in. I don't know. I don't think so. Because that's that's a trouble issue later. I have no idea how we get back to Earth. I don't know how his how his math works. How he's like, I flew through this electrical storm and it put me. It sent me forward in time. What I need to do is fly through it again. <laughs> yes, like that. That doesn't make any sense. No, that kind of, that kind know, of calculation doesn't make any sense. And at again, all.
0: this goes further into like t- Tim Burton's kind of disdain for the subject matter. He doesn't care. He doesn't seem to care, and it shows, especially in that ending. Because unlike the oh my f- god, unlike the first movie's ending, which actually elevates it, it yes. and added another layer of like uh-huh. oh shit, it all kind of ties it's- together. This one is just like a fucking middle finger. He's it's just total he's middle flipping finger flipping you off. He's yes. like you're not going to get this. I don't care that you don't understand it. Even Tim Roth was on the record saying, I've seen this movie twice after it was made. <laughs> he he's fucking in the movie. He doesn't he know doesn't understand what, what the
1: ending means. It doesn't I don't know what it means either. Like that he went to an is what? did he go forward or backward in time? <laughs> and if so, did he jump to another dimension? This is the thing. Okay, uh,
0: do, do we want to get into this now, or uh-huh. should we save yeah. it for later? Okay, yeah, Just, we'll do it. Now.
1: So, at the end of the original Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston's on the beach and he comes across the old the Statue of Liberty, which lets him know like this: it's been Earth. I've the been entire here time. the whole time. He's been here the whole time. The old it's, Wizard of Oz thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's in the future, we, humans are dead. Monkeys took over. Yeah, same planet. That's
1: it's the same place. Mind blown. Uh, and so they try to do something like that here, but. Mark Wahlberg leaves the planet he's on Mm -hmm. which where they have some weird time thing where Mark Wahlberg shows up but apparently his crew crash landed there a thousand years prior looking for him Mm -hmm. because they didn't go through that little portal he went through I guess which why would they Mm -hmm. why would you try looking for him that long yeah right sorry He's missing. We lost him. We went back to Earth. We told him not to go.
0: Yeah. Well, first <laughs> he, he stole a ship. That's the other thing too. Exactly. <laughs> He's broken all sorts of protocol. Fuck him and his monkey. Was it ever clear like they were never supposed to be on Earth, right? Like this the the actual the, the planet, planet of the, the, apes, planet that of the f- apes The film takes place on on this one? Yes. Joel, I don't know. But but I'm I think it's supposed to... Do you think so? Because they never tie... We never see any Statue of Liberty artifact. We never get any... They don't appear to be anywhere near Earth because at the end of the film, when he gets his ship back, we see this nice little montage where he's flying past Saturn. He's flying closer to Earth and Uh then he finally lands on Earth. I got the impression that we were in a completely different solar system.
1: The hardest thing, Joel, is to go into this movie having been armed with the knowledge of the previous movies. So I'm going to think, oh, okay, so this thing is on Earth. We already know how it ends. It's, I know how this ends. That's why... That's the genius of the new of the Apes movies that are out. It's telling us the story of what happened on Earth mm-hmm. when the Heston, when Charlton Heston and his crew took off into space. Yeah, prequels. It's showing us what happened. Not even prequels. Sideways sequels. True. So we're seeing what happened on Earth while they, those guys were in space. That's interesting because we don't know that story. That's cool to see. This is a remake and being a remake, I'm going to assume it's going to be the same thing. So... I'm sitting here watching this movie thinking, okay, well, when's he going to find the Statue of Liberty? I'm assuming it's Earth. So that wasn't, it wasn't a surprise. What would have been a surprise is if it wasn't Earth, if it was somewhere else, if it was a different place. But And and honestly, this movie would have worked. It would have been fine if they didn't have that extra little bit tacked on at the end no. where he flies away. Movie he was just, over. just stays on the planet.
0: Yeah, instead we're left with like this nonsensical ending where he shows up, what looks just like Earth, Actually, it is Earth. He goes back to Earth. Yes. It's just and all the humans have been replaced
1: with apes. Somehow it's modernized or whatever. Like he but, but if we he,
0: still have like a national monument, we
1: still have like right. the, 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 the Lincoln Memorial. All that stuff. But here's the thing that kind of confuses me because he took his ship back to his time. Right? Yeah. Which was like twenty one something. Twenty one forty five. Yet all the like the cars look like they're from the eighties. Yeah. Or, in, or even the early, the I early 90s. 90s. I think it's 90s. But like, it just, it looked, those cars looked old by 2001 standards. <laughs> so he lands in the mall in Washington. Uh-huh. He crash lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets out of his pod and he's walking up the stairs to Lincoln Monument. It's like, I'm home. And you find out it's not Lincoln, it's Thane. It's Thane. It's a monument to Thane who destroyed the human insurrection or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it I says,
0: could, yeah, there's a little inscription. I can't remember what the inscription something was. something
1: like that. But like... He They left Thane in, like, locked up in the fucking ship. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, okay, so what happened? I'm, let me know, theoretically, is this what like a, happened in the timeline.
0: Is this like a Biff thing where he somehow got that ship working again and took the DeLorean back to time and created an alternate universe? Took over Earth when... I don't know. You have to explain that. Like, <laughs> that, that's the kind of
1: thing you need to explain. Well, and it's...
0: I saw this ending and was like, well, clearly they're just punting. Like, there's no intention for a sequel. But upon research, like, they were leaving it open for a sequel. How would the sequel have explained this in in any
1: cogent way? Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I almost said Mark Hamill. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg goes to (laughs) prison and what? Like, anybody else? I get the feeling that anybody else he would have been, like, friends with back in the original, like, the Planet of the Apes Mm -hmm. are dead. Like, yes, I get the, the feeling that this is all shit that took place, like... After like this is many yeah. years yeah, later clearly because they're wearing clothes they're wearing and they clothes have technology and guns mm-hmm. and motorcycles. Yes, <laughs> they're all riding what motor- in cars <laughs> like it's it's such a stupid
0: misdirect like, like did they take over the humans earth and then just change everything to make it look like monkeys or is this all starting from scratch and they just happen to parallel it, path the humans everything that
1: the humans did. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, highly unlikely. And and just, I just think that insulting it's, to I think the what audience. What it's he was in, it, I think what he was uh hinting at was that Thane somehow got a hold of a ship and went back in time yeah, and he led it. led the apes in an insurrection and that's it. Planet mm, like, of the apes insurrection. But how? Like I just I still don't understand how because that's what I'm saying they don't care. He was the enemy of everybody. By the end of the movie, Thane was the enemy of everyone. Yeah, even Michael Clark Duncan. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> like the
0: role he was born to play. I would argue. Oh my god, it's so to... racist. No, man. no, I don't mean. It like, I'm saying because the guy's built
1: like a fucking Dude, silverback was so, man. I'm so sad when Thane hit the monkey. Oh, the I know the little <laughs> monkey, and it's like starts to crawl. The little robotic monkey is like well, crawling into his cage. I was sad for a millisecond
0: until that shot of the of the little monkey just flying through the air. <laughs> Clearly, a prosthetic monkey.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there were so many. I was going to say unintentionally comical, but. I'm not sure, Joe. What do you think? So, Tim Burton's a fucked up dude. Like he would, he's I could see him. Up. No, but I mean, even I, I feel like he's fucking with the audience. I feel like he's fucking with the studio. Oh, sure, I'll make your Planet of the Apes movie. I'm Tim Burton. You just give me a bunch of money. I'm gonna get uh, Helena Bonham Carter. I want to bang her, so let's cast her in a film. Sure. Let's get Mark Wahlberg. He's the new hotness. And I'm just gonna like pull the wool over everyone's eyes and make an intentionally. B- he's made. He made Ed Wood. He a, is a very Ed Wood. bad remake. Uh, I guess so. And didn't even care about
1: how it was going to come together or whatever. He's just playing with other people's money. Well, the who did care? Like, I'm, I'm trying to remember if there was, like, a huge a huge following for this movie when it when it was released. No, this
0: totally feels like we're going to lose the rights to this film. Yes. To the property yeah. if we, we don't make a We need to retain film. the
1: rights so we need to make a fucking Planet of the Apes movie. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to make a Planet of the Apes movie, let's try to make some money off it. Let's throw Tim Burton's yeah. name on there. People are going to be like, oh, I like him. He did Beetlejuice. It also
0: feels like a time in film in the early 2000s, late 90s, where... Uh... Hollywood didn't quite know what to do with all their properties, didn't know yeah. how to update them. Yeah. Like we were still in this, uh, well, just use today's technology, but we'll still tell these kind of same silly stories. We're not going to try to
1: engage the audience any more than they were in 1960 or writing, 80. Writing has matured since then. Oh, it, it, I mean, exponentially. People, people have put a lot of stock in how well a movie is written nowadays. Uh, like, because I would also look at that uh, Lost in Space movie. Exactly. Not a good film. No. And another movie that tries to play around with like timeline and... coming soon to an episode. <laughs> the editing bay, dude, we do editing bay bingo, and that's like going to be the <laughs> the free square in the middle. Every time Joel says coming to an episode, hey, I'm 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 serious. That is on the list. Yeah. So we um we have like <sighs> we have Helena Bottom Carter who plays like the daughter of one of like the respected elders senator or whatever or senator. Right? Yeah. Uh And she's uh, she sees the humans being brought in, and she immediately has like the eyes for Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And buys them from, from Paul Giamatti, who I, I dare say is the best performer Dude, in this movie. He's
0: great, and again, going back to the makeup, like really nicely done. He's able to emote through there, his eyebrows and his. You're not getting the kind of muffled voices that you got in the old Planet of the Apes. They're kind of do it with Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan a little bit. He did not but, know how to talk with those but prosthetics. But he's got the
1: big well. teeth. I mean, everybody else
0: kind of just seems to have their normal teeth. It's there's, more There's the one
1: shot near the end, and there's like it's a close-up of his face, of his mouth. And he's like, I'm assuming command of this. <laughs> I was yes. like, aw. They really should have done like a, like a VO do or some something. Do some ADR. ADR. Yeah. Instead, they just took it off the fucking shotgun mic. <laughs> like, here you go, Mike. <laughs> the same thing with
0: Helena on bottom. Carter too. Her mouth wasn't nearly as expressive, but no. I thought
1: she did a great job with the mannerisms.
0: And I even kind of appreciated that while they were trying to make them more human-like, they still had uh, monkey-like. Yeah. Um, the way they moved. The way they moved. The way they, you know, they beat their chest. And even now and then, when when she gets surprised, you kind of go. She starts yeah, working in you're that right. in Oscar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> girl I'm Lord not ready. saying it's that great, but they were working with what they had. Poor uh-huh. Paul Giamatti is just like giving it his all. Yeah, he is. Uh, Paul Giamatti really thought this movie was going to go somewhere. I don't know that he did. I
1: think everybody has just, resigned look on their faces. I don't know, man. Film. Paul Giamatti seems to really be giving it in this film. But he always uh, other does. Other than that, I feel like everybody, not so much that they don't believe in the project, I just feel like everybody, because they say reacting is 90% of acting. Mm-hmm. And everyone's reacting to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what's going on in this it's movie. It's like throwing a tennis ball against a wet curtain. He's the fucking, like, just so uncharismatic and in And that's this what movie. I'm
0: saying. I kind of feel like there's a, a Starship Troopers sort of thing going on here. Who? who what's that director's Paul name? Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven, who, like, intentionally makes bad films. But like a bit, he's like trying to say something. But or he his, gave
1: us, he gave us um, Total Recall. He gave yeah. us RoboCop. Yeah, these are these are kind of bad films. Didn't he do Total Recall? <laughs> he did do Total Recall. Total Recall. Okay, Total Recall isn't a great movie. Neither, none of those are but, that you just listed. But what it is is a, it's good. Like, how, how do I say it? It's it's like quality pulp sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He it's, definitely has a style. He's got a style, and it worked
0: for for Total Recall. Yes, he knows what he's doing, and I kind of feel like this is Tim Burton's. Attempt at doing
1: a Paul Verhoeven-like... I wish he would have fucking said that then. Yeah, I know. Like Tim Burton little... was like, this is actually just no homage but, to people like Paul Verhoeven. So why else would you cast Mark
0: Wahlberg in Dude, this film, though? I
1: don't know. If not for that? I don't know. Like, he's your young action star. Because
0: he's he's riding high off of Boogie Nights, right? When did Boogie Nights come out? Before this. Catapulted him into the... <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously. I think Boogie Nights was 98, 99. Oh, well, this is, what,
1: 2001. Yeah, 2001. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mark Wahlberg not... Not fun, good, in even a bad. Not way. fun. Not fun. His his character. Like there are so many things that happen in this movie that like he just does. Uh, like in, in, in the beginning when he's with his science team or whatever. I'm going in to get my monkey. He's like, just don't send a monkey to do a man's job. <laughs> Never send a monkey. And like they send the monkey, and then he leaves the fucking bridge of the ship and walks over to the pod where apparently he's able to just listen into the chatter. Yeah. That's going on it's in the a cockpit, small ship there. Where I feel like. Had he just stayed in the cockpit, he could have heard all that discussion, too. (laughs) That's a good good point. Like, there wasn't a thing. Like, no one said, like, get out of here, Mark. He was like, I'm going to go run some simulations. Yeah. That's what it was. And he he left just so he could listen to what's going on in the cockpit. I think so. Fucking stay in the cockpit. (laughs) Why did you leave the cockpit? B-
0: because, Joe, it serves as a device. That's how we get him in. That's when he makes the, the decision that he's going to... He uh, could have
1: made that decision while he was in the cockpit. Know, but listening. then they would
0: have tried to stop him. This way he can sneak away. Joel, nobody
1: Don't... on that ship was trying to stop anybody. <laughs> they were like the fucking humans from Wally. Like They were just all attached to their chairs. Yeah. No one was doing a goddamn thing. Kind of deserved to die, right? Isn't yeah, weird. a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, and we finally see uh, their... Their, ah, their fate, how their, their story video played blogs. Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always in a film like this. We the, see. Ship,
1: the, the ship the ship takes video blogs still. And I love how
0: uh, they always decide to explain to their video uh, diary uh, right in the final
1: moments before their death. Yes. So
0: then we hear like the monkeys coming in. The and monkeys they're... have
1: learned how to use guns. <laughs> yes. They're going to take us over. They've gone mad. No. Okay, so... They wh- didn't explain. Why did the monkeys go mad? What happened? Th- 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 I have they no were, idea. Like, the monkeys are strong. They've been helping us. Yes. And then suddenly like... The monkeys have now taken they over. They just
0: decided to revolt. The
1: monkeys are revolting, Joe. Yeah. Oh, they're revolting in this movie. <laughs> all right. I still don't understand how they were able to take over the planet. With like the it's ten, not the even ten the entire that they have planet. Yeah. And how many yeah.
0: generations of monkeys are we talking about well, now? it's because a thousand
1: years? They said it's a thousand. Yeah. If true. you've only got a hundred <laughs> years to live, uh, but yeah, apparently that ship's a thousand years old. Still has fucking power oh yeah oh yeah because these things run on uh, nuclear the power they never ex to run Machina. out mm-hmm. they never run out of power but it ran out of power I, he, like, one of his things, the defense mechanism when the guy, the monkeys were attacking... <laughs> that is
0: true. It ran out of power. Also, Mark Wahlberg's big plan at the end is that he's going to lure the monkeys into this thousand-year-old space station, like, uh-huh. into the, the rocket, the booster rocket, and then he's going to fire it up at the last minute and incinerate them all. Also a fun shot, by the way. Yeah. Just seeing all the dead bodies of... <laughs> just raining ...and apes and orangutans. And then they just fucking get up.
1: Yeah. And then, and then the humans they, attack and, and take then about. And they just
0: get up. I'm pretty sure some of them didn't make that first blast, but still... <laughs> Um, this entire plan hinges on that, that going off and he never
1: tests it. (laughs) No, he doesn't test anything, Joel. No, he crash lands on this mysterious planet flying by the seat of his pants, crashes into the water, gets out of his pod and gets rid of his like rebreather mask or whatever, straight up into the And like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know if he could breathe this oxygen or not. Um, their spacesuits are fucking horrible. They get in these fucking pods, and it's like the spacesuit, the, the helmet doesn't even twist on. They just yeah. put it on, <laughs> yes. and then he's like putting on his gloves as the ship is like getting into space. I'm like, <laughs> you should have had that on cold. before. That should have been on before. And I still don't think those are sealed. I don't think those are vacuumed. What the fuck? This looks horrible. <laughs> I I'd, I'd think that okay. Again, if this is one of those movies where they're trying to retain the rights, they still sh- put a shitload of fucking effort into it. Mm-hmm. At least make your costumes make fucking sense. Okay,
0: another. Speaking of making sense, Joe, in this in this future planet of the apes, where the apes have taken over and they're now they've now enslaved the humans, the humans are the dumb ones who can't talk or I guess they're they're not letting they, on that they, they, they can don't talk. have souls. I don't know why. Yes, is there a soul in there? Nah. Where did the humans come from on this planet? I don't know. Well, like I was waiting for like
1: I think the humans were always there. I think that, but the, it's not the, Earth. It is Earth, though. It's Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, it's Earth.
0: But he clearly leaves it and goes back to Earth at the end. But then the apes fucking show up in Earth. I know. How, so how did that happen? I, there's no indication that this is... Oh, okay. So what? So this is a post... No, 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 because... The, it's not post-apocalyptic. No, it's not at all. Because the spaceship like... of humans that crash-landed there, <laughs> that brought the monkeys there, at this point, they're the only humans on this planet, right? And then the monkeys take over, kill them. Are they? Cut to a thousand years later. Well, no, they didn't show them in the video.
1: No, nope. nobody ever said in their video diary. Oh, hey, we've found we've, a planet. found, with found a some bu- humans. Yeah, even though the humans were right by the ship when Mark Wahlberg gets there. Like, yes. all those fucking humans show up after he watches the video blogs. That's right. And they're like, yeah, hey, what's up? And the, <laughs> someone, someone who's been with them the whole time is like, your stories have spread far and wide. It's like, like How that? the fuck do you know? Where? We, it's just been us five. Yeah. Like, no one has told anybody anything. I, was, I, I thought
0: maybe, like, we were going to find out that one of the women on the ship with Mark Wahlberg at the beginning was pregnant and she had a kid. But then how are they going to procreate? Like,
1: yeah. They never explained why there's humans on this planet. And nobody has explained what happened to the little girl who went back home with the Asian woman. Like the a- Asian. <gasps> no one explained what happened with them. That or there's like a little boy here yeah. who's,
0: who's like a badass and they, they really kind of seem to be setting him up like, uh, oh, he's Neo or something, right? Totally drop that. We yeah. never see, why don't we waste our time looking it. at this
1: kid? He's like, I can fight.
0: I know you can fight. I
1: just need you to live. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Uh what what else? I don't really have any, I didn't take any notes down oh, for this well, movie. Well, I mean, this
0: this movie does not deserve to be talked about. We've already talked about it more than it should have been.
1: Well, well, I mean, I do want to I want to touch on this one thing. So you're in the midst of this huge battle. Okay. This gigantic is fucking that the battle end? that's humans gonna, at versus the very monkeys. End, humans versus monkeys. Thane is taking on Captain Leo and he's about to kill Captain Leo and suddenly we hear this thunder crack. Mm. A psh- Fucking ship lands, Everybody and it's stops. Mark Wahlberg's fucking monkey. It's the monkey from the beginning that he yes. chased after. Yeah. They finally found him. And, of course, all the apes nowadays, they think he's the second coming. They think that he's SEMO. He's Simo's. I don't know what CMOS is. That's the other thing, Joe. You joke. know, they had that other thing, like Ka- Kalina or Kali- Kalima. Kalima. And he- Shakti Day. <laughs> Kalima. Shakti Day.
0: And and he wipes away the dust and you see the yeah. rest of the world. Caution live it. animals. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> I was waiting like for the that, the whole joke.
0: take on Zardoz. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That movie Zardoz. I was waiting for the CMOS because they keep referring to Semos C- C- yeah. as so the first what is of C-mo- our kind. what
1: does CMOS stand
0: for? I don't even know how to spell it. Is it S-E-M-O-S? Is it C-M-O-S? Is it an, uh, uh, I don't know. Did you look it up? No, no. I'm telling you, they never revealed. <laughs> we never get to find out the origin. Somewhere there's like a two and a half hour cut of this film. Do you think so? That God. they added like another 30 minutes to I this I can't movie? imagine. I can't imagine. I don't feel like anybody planned anything in this film. It seems like it was thrown together. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what this movie
1: did do was it made me appreciate the fucking new ones so much more. Oh my God, yeah. Like I, like I Just to see just the clear definition of... How this could be done right and how it could be done wrong is is mind blowing, especially when it comes from someone like someone like Tim Burton, who yes. obviously is is a, a name people know and for a reason. The man has made good films, great films, and I have a hard time believing that this guy watched this movie and was like, "I'm good putting my name on this." Uh, it, it seems like a paycheck, or again, like there's some deeper thing here. It,
0: it, it almost seems like a practical joke, like a two hundred million dollar practical joke. Yeah, that's
1: not mm-hmm. fun. No. I'm glad I didn't spend money to see this when it first came out. That's, yeah, I, I mean, did. it sounds horrible. When theaters. we got when we got to the fucking Abraham Lincoln, the Lincoln Memorial bit, Ape, Ape Lincoln, I wanted to throw shit. Ape Lincoln. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> that's, that's not mine. The- I, I can't take credit for that. Oh, no? No. I was about to say, that's the funniest thing I mean, that we're going to say all night. Just came up with that right that's now. That's really good. The casting is so uninspired. I mean, like, I feel like uh, besides people like Paul Giamatti, I do think Helen and Bottom Carter was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Estella Warren, why? Who's what? that? I don't even that's know who the that blonde is. woman. That's running. Oh, job.
0: the the <laughs> whose hair is just like perfectly styled the whole time and blonde. But like, but
1: frosted. she exists and she's supposed to basically be the human conduit through which Mark Wahlberg can fucking relate. Well, that's what in I in this thought. movie. But they don't do that at all. No, they they don't. Chris Christopherson is one of the top billed people in this movie, yeah. and he dies within like 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. off by a
0: monkey. Yeah, yeah, by you, two monkeys. You don't even. That's right. You don't even really, uh, you're not, you're not, I'm more rooting for the apes actually than I am the humans in this film.
1: The, the humans just. I'm rooting for the Helena Bonham Carter apes. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I'm not, what I'm talking about. I'm not about. rooting for Thane. No. Because he's like evil for the sake of being evil. We never get a backstory. We never get like an explanation. as to like, why are you so. Why do you hate humans? Why, why do you hate everyone? Mm-hmm. Why does he hate everyone? Why is he so cruel? Yeah. Especially, you know, Napoleon like, complex. What we need is a little bit. He's so, she's shorter so than So tiny. But like we needed that. If we were going to have that moment with Charlton Heston, unless Charlton Heston died while making this movie, <laughs> like we needed that. We, if he's going to be cruel and horrible, then he, need to, he needed to have shown Thane that gun like when Thane was a fucking a, a juvenile. And like, hey, this is, we're going to use this. We need to kill the humans. Someday. Someday we're going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to see that, that viciousness early on in the movie to explain why Thane is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. But we don't get that.
0: Ironic too that a NRA member and spokesperson Charlton Heston, yes, is brandishing a firearm, He's got a firearm, <laughs> passing it along, but, dude, break it. I read that uh, Tim Roth did not know that he was going to be in that film, and did Tim know, Roth didn't know he was going to be in. No, didn't uh, in know Planet that Charlton. E- H- he didn't know he was going to be sharing that scene with Charlton Heston. Oh wow, because he is very anti-gun. <laughs> uh, and is on record saying, I would not have taken this film if I knew I had to do that scene. Holy Charleston shit, yeah. really? He was, he was like, we were We were civil on set, but uh,
1: there was not a lot of camaraderie. Wow. Between those two, no love that's, lost. That's fantastic. I thought so too. I, uh, I I especially love that they gave all these people like fucking... This is shit like... Like you said, I think you kind of touched on this earlier. You could never get this fucking... Like these people, like someone like Tim Roth, like now, I feel like he looks back at this movie and goes... How the fuck did I agree yeah. to have myself put in prosthetics mm-hmm. every day for, like, two years? I could see this it movie. as an actor being, like, a, a challenge. Okay, this is but fun. But everybody in the movie... Like, think from a production standpoint. If you're a producer for this movie. You're like, well, wait a minute. Why am I paying the salaries, the full salaries for all these actors? W- when we're when never we never see their faces? Get, yeah, we never see their faces. Mm. When we could just get, like, a bunch of other people to do it and then have the celebrities do the voice work for a quarter of the cost. That's a good point. Although, I mean, you still need somebody...
0: W- The way that the prosthetics had come along. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) No, I mean, like... you get through it cheap. Paul Giamatti, you can't just get, like, anybody and put him in the makeup and say, hey, do what Paul Giamatti would do, and then we'll get his voice But Michael Clark Duncan, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Tim Roth, you can.
1: Tim Roth. There there was nothing about the Thane character that, like, seemed extraordinary. That, like, oh, my God, Tim
0: Roth rocked that performance. Dolph Lundgren could have done that. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren would have been better. Dolph Lundgren would have been imposing as a gorilla. He should have gotten Ray Park. Dude! There you go. And the way he's jumping around and yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Just make it Ray Park, yeah, man. Yeah, was really weird. That scene where he just goes, <laughs> he's, no pun intended, ape shit. He
1: goes ape shit. He just <laughs> starts jumping around and then he kills a chandelier. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And then jumps on his horse.
0: I wanna be. He's like, you are my friend. My father was taken from me. Chandelier. From the chandelier. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I do like, though, that uh, even though Tim Burton didn't give a shit about this film, he still found a way to get scarecrows in this film. He did. Too. Yeah, up on the mountains. <laughs> it's like He put oh, scarecrows on there. Now we're in a Tim Burton film. And they even mentioned it at one point. They're crows. like the best
1: way to keep humans away is to like cut one open and yeah.
0: and splay them out. I feel like that's his only mandate in in the films that he makes. Like, I need to be able to put scarecrows. I need in. a scarecrow and I need a... Uh, Someone with scissors for hands. Or I need like a black and white uh, swirly dip do. sort of but design. And I need Danny Elfman. And I need Danny Elfman to do the score, which also did the score, a very uninspired score. Do you yeah. remember anything? Nope. Do nope. you remember... Will you remember anything about this film, Joe, a uh, year from now?
1: I'll remember the end.
0: Yeah, Ape Lincoln.
1: It, it, it stuck with me, but not for the right reasons. No. It's just... and And didn't even come off as like a...
0: Ooh, interesting twist. I wonder yeah. what... Ooh, I it wonder was just what like,
1: happened. Oh, what a downer. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm ready for some... some for things Man, to like, resolve. Like, you're just
1: kind of... A, you're assuming now Mark Wahlberg's gonna get fucking cornholed by a bunch of monkeys. Like, I
0: thought there was gonna be, like, another
1: scene or another 20 yeah. minutes of this film and then just, like, fade to black. Yeah. Like, no. Wow. You know, even maybe, like, an after credits <laughs> where yeah. he's, he's in his pod and he wakes up and he's like... What a horrible nightmare. <laughs> oh, when <laughs> oh, they do the Back <laughs> to the Future thing. No,
0: well, you're right back here on the
1: Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Click the light on. Ooh,
0: mom! And his mom's a monkey. It, it,
1: yes, it's <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter in a bra. No, it's uh, 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 Leah Thompson. Michael Clark Duncan
0: <laughs> in a bra. I was going to go with Leah Thompson, but I like Lea where your Thompson's head's at. good, man.
1: Where's your head at?
0: What do you think PETA would have thought about the making of this film?
1: Um, Like from the Hunger Games? Period. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think, I, Josh Hutchinson. What I, do you think Josh he would Hutchinson have thought? Hutchinson would have been like, I'm glad I didn't have to fight those apes. Well, on one hand... I don't think really they'd only... have had a problem except for like with the horses. Like they'd have been like, are you hurting yeah. those horses?
0: Those horses do look like they went through some, some yeah. serious shit.
1: And also, that, people dressed like fucking apes and shit probably terrified the fuck out of those horses. It's a good point. Well, there's a one shot of Tim Roth's Thane Fade character jumping on the fucking horse
0: from like a great height, just yeah. like a, from a two story building comes down.
1: There must have been some CGI there. They would not oh, have allowed. Oh yeah, that. dude, you could even see when it, when the footage cuts. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> I would say go back and watch it, but I don't recommend anybody. I don't watch think this I will ever.
0: No, nobody, nobody should. It's it's again unless there's some sort of deeper genius there that we're missing.
1: I'm surprised that you were willing to go back and watch something like this. Well, but, because I knew it was going to be and this and you know this we've talked about it a couple times and i think i've pointed it out with movies in the past this is the the difference right here this is the glaring difference between a bad movie that's f- still fun to watch where mm-hmm. you're like oh my god that was horrible Absolutely. how fun this wasn't fun Mm-mm. there was nothing fun about it it was joyless it looks uh, drab it looks yeah exactly it looks drab nobody it feels like nobody cared putting anything except for paul giamatti paul, paul the... giamatti was like i'm going to i'm uh, guys I got to do this. This is before he was Oscar award-winning Paul Giamatti. He was just fucking Paul Giamatti, Private Parts. Paul Giamatti, (laughs) and he's like, I got to fucking work so that way I can get another job. Uh, This is this is a Tim Burton film. It's my big chance. Right? Uh, Yeah, he's he's really giving it. But everybody else just seems it seems so hollow, so empty. It's so paint by numbers of a movie, and it shouldn't be. It's sleepy and it's hollow. hollow. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it really is. Well, Tim Burton uh, tie in there.
1: the, the characters don't relate to one another and even worse they don't relate to you and you don't relate to them yeah. and the whole thing just feels like it feels like having to mow your lawn watching yes, this movie yes. it just feels like a chore you have cared to cared more about the monkey who uh, arrived in the space bot afterwards yeah. dude Goddamn you know space what monkey. would have been fucking creative is to like find out that the fucking the ship that like pops into existence when Mark Wahlberg's getting ready to go into the electrical storm if maybe we find out that's Mark Wahlberg that's reappearing that's like, kind of back. what I
0: thought that we're going to go there. Yeah. I also thought that uh, his monkey was going to end up being the the progenitor, the very first monkey that yeah. landed. Uh, and but but no, he sh- ended all up all of these up late. ideas could have been much more interesting than what we're and actually. Correct given.
1: me if I'm wrong. The crew of the Oberon, when they were watching the video screen, were they seeing video of themselves at like doing their video blogs, their mayday? Oh, I don't think so. I think that was them doing their mayday. Oh,
0: because they were picking up the signals from a thousand years ago that or whatever, they haven't
1: even done yet. That they sent, yeah. It's well, it's a space-time continuum. Joe. I mean, they try to explain in the simple. very beginning where they're like, "We're getting all these different signals." And oh, I stuff. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was so uninteresting. <laughs>
0: I had forgotten the beginning of the movie by the time I got to, <laughs> to the, the end, end of, of the movie. movie. That's how forgettable that, it is. That
1: is not good. Do you have any other notes? on I this? do not. All right. So, if uh, let me ask you, what did Planet of the Apes two thousand one do right? I think it's the makeup and the acting. Um, you know
0: what? I'll we can talk about the makeup because the makeup was you know Oscar award winning and. Again, there'll never be a time like this again. Like, everything will just be done from computers from now on. But in this moment of time, this was the best iteration uh, and the best makeup effects uh,
1: for (laughs) man apes that I'd ever seen. I feel you on that. Uh, I think the one thing that I couldn't complain about was the way the movie was shot. I don't think it looked bad. I think that it, it there was there was a there was a pretty decent like if Tim Burton's going to <laughs> I love the opening credits were basically like a Planet of the Apes version of the opening credits of Batman. Where yeah, it's like it is going a... through the whole costume and stuff instead of going through the bat signal. Uh but yeah, I I thought I was all right with the way that this movie was shot. I just thought it looked uh, if, it looked uh, empty and monotone. I think uh, monochromatic. I think that's what was filling the screen was empty and monotone with those actors. <laughs> Uh yeah I mean if 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 I'm not going to go with the makeup which I feel I feel kind of on par like the makeup and the way that this thing was filmed like yeah. kind of sit on the same well, level with Well me. what about the
0: performances of at least the monkey actors cuz I it's <clears throat> you take the monkey makeup off of them and
1: watching them kind of do the stance and they were the orcs and They the... were orcs. Yeah. It was Lord of the Rings orcs. Okay. Running around. I'll give you that. Uh and so uh so yeah what did what did Planet of the Apes 2001 it, do
0: wrong? Uh, it, for me ultimately it was just a pointless film. Pointless yeah. for everybody. There was no uh, there's no mission statement like what 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 are you trying to say about mm-hmm. this aside from the obvious racial undertones? Like I, wh- why would you waste
1: everybody's time and money filming this? Yeah. No, I agree. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast talking about this movie. There was no reason. Like there was no social statement like that we weren't trying to Educate or, or, or enhance... Any or kind even of, entertain. Any, or entertain or enhance any kind of sensitivity. Uh, this was a movie that, you know, it didn't start like with Mark Wahlberg being one way about like, you know, animals or whatever and then changing his point of view. Like nobody changed. Nobody went... Except oh, for the Michael that. Clark yeah. Duncan character. Oh, that's right. Nobody changed from who they were at the beginning to who they were at the end. That's a good point. And that's, that's a shame, especially when you think of the roots again of the, this what Planet of, the, Planet of the Apes was originally, you know, this social statement, and then you get to 2001, and it's just kind of, it's been reinterpreted as just, it's a movie about a bunch of apes. It
0: exists solely because there was a movie from 40 years ago called Planet of the yeah. Apes
1: that they had the rights to, and let's do it again. That's totally upsetting. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so if we were going to remake Planet of the Apes 2001 now, oh. uh, how would we do that? I've got six recast here and a director.
0: I think I have seven. Oh. And, a, and a director. Ooh, let's well. Let's start with yours then. Well, ping pong. I have okay. ping ponged in a while. The
1: character of Krull. Which one is he? He is the Helena Bonham Carter like bodyguard. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. The, the the Asian the guy, did, guy from Mortal Kombat. I did not do him. Sheng Uh I cast Byung Hun Lee. Now, what do we know him from? You know him from the Magnificent Seven remake. No. Oh. <laughs> what would yeah, I know him from? He's, uh, I don't know. Okay. I, the, I've seen him in the Magnificent Seven remake, and that's, that's all I can remember right now. And you like that film, huh? I liked it, it a lot. To check it out. I thought it was a pretty decent uh I almost said cover. It's a pretty decent cover. Especially <laughs> uh, what it is. It's a good remake. I like Speaking of a decent remake, yeah, mm-hmm. Magnificent Seven I liked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty well. Pretty okay. Did you do any of the human characters? Uh, I did Captain Leo. I did Day- Dana.
0: Yeah, me too. That's pretty much it. Okay, let's do Dane, or however uh, you pronounce that. Uh, yeah, D A E N A. Who'd you cast? I went with uh, Elizabeth Olsen.
1: That's Thought she could good. play that role. Yeah. I like her. Scarlet Witch. She's kind of pretty and also a little simian looking. Wanda Maximov. Uh, I went with Katie Sakoff. Ooh. From, uh, from yeah. Battlestar Battle Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Uh, who do you have next? I got Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, the limbo character. Yeah. I cast uh, Modern Family's Eric Stone Street. Oh, dude, that's great! Try to do something a little different oh, with that he's role. He's so
0: fun. Well, I went Josh Gad, so I don't think we're too far apart that's there. That's pretty
1: good. He's Josh kind Gad. of the modern day. He's like the, Disney, the Disney darling now. Yeah, yeah, no they shit. They love him, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is the uh, the character played by Michael Clark Duncan. I did him A-car. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cast Vin Diesel. Oh, that's great, dude.
0: Yeah, that dude's almost a gorilla anyway. I went to uh, Terry Crews because I would like to see a little more. <laughs> I almost went Terry Crews. A little more like, animation. We're both going to do fucking Terry Crews. Well,
1: it was in that or Tiny Lister. You want to see him do like the little peck, like. I just want to juggle his pecs.
0: I just want a little more excitement out of him. Yeah. Like I want him jumping around be like the Terry Crews we know and love. I want President Camacho. That's pretty good. We got this motherfucking show.
1: How about the Tim Roth character, General Thane? gonna help the a uh well i went with uh i went with our modern day uh uh tim roth with christoph waltz oh interesting oh
0: okay all right i can see that
1: father i will hunt down the humans <laughs> certainly uh i will destroy them as his stature and i am an ape see and i, I want i'm not a monster I wanted to, <laughs> nicely done
0: I wanted somebody a little more imposing. Like, this is your big bad guy. He's supposed to be a general. Yeah. And I get that maybe they were kind of doing a Napoleon complex thing, but I want to see a big imposing guy. You want The Rock? I want I want Negan from oh, Walking Dead. Shit. I want Michael, Not Michael Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> I know it's going to fuck up his name. Anthony Michael. <laughs> Anthony Michael Morgan. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be good. my general.
1: Man, fan. I like him, man. See, and he can even use a bat. He can use a club. Dude. With Barb wire. You know who else would play that role pretty well? Hmm. Idris Elba. Mm, yes. He'd be pretty good at that. Nice. Yes. So you're also ran? Yeah. I like it. Sure is. All right, who do you have next? Uh, well, finally, we got the, the main two. We got Helena Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. Ari. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I cast Allison Brie in that role. Oh. And then you started talking about Allison Bree <laughs> before we recorded. And I was like, well, fuck, I got to change it. No, I so, did not. So Alison Brie being my first choice. Okay. But I also put Amanda Crew. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She would have been pretty good in a role like that. She's
0: um, um, not Sex Drive. Yeah, she was in it Sex Drive. It is Sex Drive, Yeah, she yes. was in Sex Drive. Which I caught the end of, and I was like, I'm hey, a... it's that chick from Silicon Valley. <laughs> that movie's so fucking good. I, I will be watching it's it now. It's so funny, Thanks you? to you. But I did not do her. Uh, I went, I, I wish... I did uh, Rooney Mara. How about Rooney Mara? Hey, how about Rooney She's Mara? She's kind of skinny. She's a girl with a dragon tattoo. Yeah, she is. Kind of looks a little monkey-like too. Maybe
1: they're not going to do any more of those stories, are they?
0: No, they are. They're doing another one. They're doing the next one. The girl with the spider, whatever. Yeah, sat down beside her, eating her kirsch and way. <laughs> whatever it's Said, called. What's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, but but it's not. I think they're totally recasting it, kind of rebooting it, and no David Fincher. So wow. that means no Joel Burnson buying a ticket for that film. <laughs> wow! I what if they get Edgar Wright? No interest. Ooh! Oh god! Well, you know what? Having seen Baby, you, you haven't seen Baby. No, Dragon I haven't yet. seen I, Baby Dragon. Ba, Baby Dragon. <laughs> I haven't seen Boss Baby yet. Boss Baby Driver <laughs> is a l- bit of a departure for him, um, but a welcome one because
1: it's it's kind of a an R rated. Well, let's see. Oh, I was reading some Have reviews been... on it and people are like, I love the, the first act. I love the third act, but the second act really fucking just drags along. Uh, and see, I'm I feel a little bit more that way about the third
0: act. Uh, yeah, but I, I you could almost say that about a lot of Edgar Wright films. He kinda has a not, third not act. Scott Pilgrim. Even that kind of peters nope. out at the end. It sure doesn't. Okay, after the huge climax, we're we're left with Left with what? <sighs> are you talking about Scott Pilgrim? No? I am talking about Scott Pilgrim. After the climax? Yeah, after the big battle. It,
1: and then he goes and he talks to his fucking Scott.
0: Yeah, it seems like kind of a cop out. And then we're going to have a conversation. and, like, and Everything's well, going to be okay. And then walk through the magic door. Chow the knives. End. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little... Uh,
1: what else did you want? They settled everything. It, that, it, that, yes, yes. They it, settled it personifies him finally getting over all the shit. Dude, all of his doubts and jealousy. I am on
0: board with you. Listen to our Scott Pilgrim episode from, uh, I think, September of 2016 or maybe 2015. Uh, but I just thought it was a little too neat. Yes, uh, they tie it up. So
1: uh, he's got that issue. I remember and thinking you've also that. Way of... Remember, like that. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, fuck <laughs> the uh, the writer of, of Scott Pilgrim, O'Malley. Oh, O'Malley, yeah, yeah. He hadn't written the, the last book yet. No, that's yeah. So they, they, they were bought kind of, the rights to it. Yeah, beforehand. they were just kind of flying on the, the by the sea. So of their pants. a little
0: forgivable. But I remember thinking that way about uh, this is not nah, this is the end at, at world's at end, world's end or the world's end. Yeah, uh, that that. It had like this little prologue at the end yeah. that seemed tacked on and unnecessary, oh, okay. uh, and really kind of changed the mood. Um, so I kind of felt that way about Baby Driver. You'll, okay. you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about when you see it. I can't
1: it. wait! I can't wait to see it. I've got like 20 movies
0: that I still need to catch up on. Having said that, I like that it's rated R. I like it's a little harder. He's able to do some things. It's not a. Com- it's funny, but it is not a comedy. Yeah, uh, in the in the true sense of the word.
1: Hey, did we finish our re- rec? No, no, because that's <laughs> where I'm going with this. Um,
0: oh, Rooney Mara. Where was I going with Scott? Scott Bayo. What did we bring him up I don't know Why did
1: I evoke his name Edgar Wright Edgar Wright Oh that he would uh, He would be a good director For uh, uh, Some Some bullshit Oh the girl with the dragon tattoo Oh yeah there you go Edgar Wright That would be Yeah I would, I would see that
0: It <laughs> was a long way around Yes How about your Mark World, Walt, Wahlberg Walberg Wahlberger
1: Captain Leo mm-hmm. My Captain Leo Would be played by Tom Hiddleston
0: Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. Would I, he be doing the accent? Uh, A.K.A. his actual speaking I'd voice. I think he would
1: just do his actual speaking voice. I like that. Uh, I liked him okay in Kong. I feel like he was a little underutilized. Mm, haven't seen it. Uh So, I kind of, so I've already seen him face off with one monkey. So let's see him <laughs> face off with a whole planet of them. A smaller version yeah. of the Kongs. Sure.
0: Ooh, dude. Dude. There's your sequ- There's your crossover. Yeah, Kong. Planet of the Apes in Kong Island. Turns out... Uh, Skull Island is actually on Planet It's the planet. Apes.
1: It's the planet. Mm-hmm. It's the island is the planet. Yeah, there you go. Fuck it. What, what do you have? Island?
0: I went with the Army Hammer. Love Army Hammer. White bread Army Hammer. The Lone Ranger, man. Right. Uh, that's that's good.
1: Who's your director?
0: Uh, I went with, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a reboot of an old uh, property. We don't want to breathe fresh, fresh life into it. You get J.J. Abrams, of course. That's pretty good.
1: How about you? I went with Justin Lin. Mm. Just because I really like what he did with that Star Trek. Star Trek. Trek. Uh, which is
0: on uh, Netflix it was was unexpected
1: especially when I saw the trailers for it I really wasn't expecting much from it Mm. and ended up truly enjoying what the fuck he put out I'm excited to see it guys if you have any thoughts about this 2001 Planet of the Apes if you have any thoughts about what we've had to say or any recastings of your own please let us know about it on our Facebook page in Facebook, on that search bar, put in the editing bay that's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes that's us that's where you can talk back to us and uh, let us know what your thoughts are if you've got any kind of ideas for movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Go ahead and put those down there as well. Joel, we also have a website Re- a website
0: editing bay dot com if you don't speak scooby-Doo. Uh, is our website where you will find a, uh, links to all of our social media networks. You'll find a link to our Facebook page, also our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. Uh, and also, you get a there's a little uh, page there for archives. Listen to all of our old episodes because, as I mentioned earlier, we're fast approaching episode number two hundred. So it's time to catch up on the last four years and here. The Editing like, Bay. Why haven't they quit yet? <laughs> <laughs> they still. Nobody's listening. Jesus, nobody's listening. Who are anymore? they talking to?
1: That one guy doesn't even sound like he's having any fun. <laughs> Sounds so fucking beat down, all guys. The
0: time. I'm sitting here in the room. I assure you, Joe is ecstatic to be here. I am very happy to be you here. You can see it. See just, it on his face. Just more tired than I used to be. I get it. We're getting old. <laughs> oh, My God, Life. like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie yes. got old. Really fucking but fast, but not like EditingBay.com.
1: Uh, all right, guys. If you uh, would be so kind as to leave us a rating and a review on the podcast, would you have, kindly? We would you kindly. Um, God damn it, I love that game so much. <laughs> should talk about some video games. Uh, another podcast. So, in another world. The uh, the podcasting app. Go ahead and put uh, the search function on there and type in the Editing Bay or Next Wave Radio. Either one will bring up our show. Tap on the icon and then leave us a five-star rating and a review. We would love to hear from you what you like about the show. Or if you've got some criticism, as long as it's a five-star criticism, I'm down with that. Take it. Uh, and then go ahead and share the podcast with your friends Uh, Grow this show. What are we going to do next week? Well, uh, Joe, we are woefully
0: uh, behind on having special guests in our podcast this year. We really are. We haven't done much. I think we've made 2017 this far without a special guest. Guestless. So now we will be having our first special guest. Uh, and it's going to be a, a repeat offender. Uh, Alison Bree. In the form of, oh, I wish. Sorry, Lauren, you've been booted. <laughs> no, we'll have uh, my brother, my brother Lauren, on uh, the episode next week. Very cool. Because we're going to be talking about a film uh, that he was very vocal about, I recall, when it first came out. Everybody else was on the love boat. I don't mean the actual love boat. I mean
1: <laughs> more like a love train.
0: Did they do a love boat movie? about. Uh, Come on, ride the train. Coming soon to an episode. And, no, uh it's not.
1: There was never a love boat in
0: this movie. More, not, not yet. <laughs> but when there will be, we'll do it on this podcast. We're going to make it. But before we do that, uh, we're going to have Lauren on next week. To talk about a film that, when it came out in 1994 and won Best Picture, everybody loved it. Everybody couldn't get enough of Tom Hanks as the lovable Forrest Gump. Oh, wow.
1: But, uh, Lauren... Uh, Forrest
0: Gump, he doesn't like Forrest Gump. At the
1: time, now, we'll see what happened because, um, It's the movie that started our little bit when we're like, remember back in the... In like, that's where I got it from. I was running... <laughs> I still need somebody to edit together the footage of Forrest Gump when he hits the fence like running or whatever and edit it together with the, uh, the uh, what is it, Get Out? <laughs> <laughs> just I, just, have I just want somebody to put them next to each other like they're running relay races against each oh, other. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I I don't have those skills, but we'll if somebody can. <laughs> so Forrest Gump. So Forrest is Gump. Is that on any of It the... is,
0: luckily... Or, unluckily, whichever way you look at it, on Netflix right now. Very so, cool. stream it full free. Um, prepare yourself for uh, our episode next week where we dissect Forrest Gump. Very cool. And also, uh, before we wrap things up, wrap it, wrap, wrap, go wrap. to the Facebook page because right after we stop recording, we, we are going to uh, record some videos here of uh, reaction videos. Me watching what trailer am I watching? The, uh, Infinity, the War. Infinity War. The Infinity War. And you will be watching uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, man. You were going to. Ernie Klein. Shit
1: your pants. <laughs> that was how my old... That's your Pac-Man. That's like my it? Pac-Man from the Atari 2600. I like it. All right, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure's all mine. Guys, we will catch you next week for Forrest Gump. Thanks, guys. Later. Running around, banks all on the Scooby Snacks. You've
0: been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.